Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. Because last night was AEW and NXT. And last night was the dinner debonair. So we do radio shows. Obviously, Wrestling Observer Live here, Wrestling Observer Radio, The Brian and Vinny Show, etc., etc. And we have folks on the website that they clip segments and they put them up on YouTube for free. And I... I was about to do this show today. I was on the Twitter timeline, and I saw that the clip that they put up last night was myself and Dave talking about the dinner debonair from Wrestling Observer Radio. And out of curiosity, I I clicked on it, and there are at this moment over 1,000 comments on the segment last night, dinner debonair. I was bombarded with emails. Obviously, if you are one of those people that's on Twitter, it's all over Twitter. It was all over our website, the message board, Reddit. By far the most talked about thing on the show last night. And this was on a night where a guy got knocked out in the middle of the ring and was unconscious for 40 seconds, and seven other wrestlers didn't even seem to know that he was knocked out. So, what were your thoughts on the dinner debonair? I'll give you my thoughts after the break. We'll talk to Semper Vivi as well. I can tell you that last night, last night, 99% of the feedback that I got on Dinner Debonair was all positive. But I did wake up this morning and I had emails from people that did not like the segment one bit. So where did you fall? There's a lot of things to talk about, not just the segment itself, but the way the segment was done and the storyline. We're going to try and address a lot of it here today and talk about everything else. We've got Halloween Havoc next week. We've got WWE pay-per-view on Sunday. Whatever is on your mind, topics today. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. 
but I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi will be here in a moment. Don't even ask. Let's talk about dinner debonair, everybody. Producer Dom watched it during the break. He was laughing as he told me we were on the air. Dom, what'd you think of this? I'm still not done with it yet, Brian, but it's 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 both cringy, but I can't stop watching it, so it's pretty amazing. All right, I'll I'll get back to you here in a while. So listen, here's the deal, everybody. Basically, Chris Jericho and MJF go to dinner, and first they try to one up each other. MJF orders a twenty ounce porterhouse. I mean, come on. That's the cut you wanted. Anyway. He wants it well done because he's a heel. And Jericho says, ha, 
I won mine medium well. And then MGF has to one-up him. Ah, make it medium. And then they go down and down until finally Jericho gets, I want it blue. And, of course, you can't go any lower than that, so the lady goes to put their order in. So from there, long story short, it breaks down into a Broadway number. And Jericho and MJF, they're singing, they're dancing, they got dancing women behind them. I mean, it's the most preposterous thing that you've ever seen. I was crying as I watched this. If you want to add, by the way, to the list of things that MJF is great at, I mean, Jericho obviously is a rock star. MJF, that was MJF singing. He was so good that at first I was like, God, did they get someone like doing, and he's like lip syncing, they got somebody else to do the, no, that was MJF. He is a very, very talented man. So they do their whole song and dance number. It is objectively incredible, whether you subjectively liked it or not. I mean, I don't care. But objectively, the performance was unbelievable by these two guys. And then they sit back down again, and they announce that next week will be the town hall. Now, I will get into the criticism first, because there have been some criticisms. Some people just didn't like a song and dance number on a wrestling show. They thought it was ridiculous. Some people were like, wait a second. They were supposed to meet to decide whether MGF was going to join, and then next week they've got a... They've got a town hall meeting to determine whether he'll join, but these guys are the best friends. Listen, maybe they could have had the announcer say something about it afterwards, but in my opinion, as a viewer, I believe that Chris Jericho and MGF are totally on the same page. They both are dying to have MGF join the inner circle. And the holdup is the rest of the inner circle. It's been like this from the day they started this angle. MJF goes into the room, and, and Sammy hates him, and Sammy doesn't trust him, and Jericho says he might be telling the truth, or whatever it was that Jericho said. Jericho has always trusted MJF. Now, MJF, I believe in the end, months down the road, I believe that MJF is probably going to turn on Chris Jericho, and he'll lead the inner circle, and they'll all kick Chris Jericho out, and the storyline goes from there, and Chris Jericho's going to be a huge babyface. All right, But in the meantime... I, as a viewer, believe that Jericho wants MJF in the inner circle because he respects him. MJF wants into the inner circle because he wants to ultimately take it over. But right now, both guys are on the same page, and they're two totally douchey heels that think that everything that they do is awesome, and they do this song and dance number on AEW Dynamite. And this, I'm sure, will probably be explained down the road. Maybe it won't, but... I had absolutely no problem with it in storyline, but I know that some people do. And if you feel that as a viewer, not enough of this has been explained to you, or you're not sure what's going on, that's fine. I can't even really argue that. I mean, somebody said, you know, Brian, this is very much like when, when WWE does something, and it doesn't make sense, and they leave it up to you to create the storyline in your own head. Maybe that's the case. But you know what? A lot of times when I watch AEW, and there's not enough information given to me, I do create a story in my own head, and quite frankly, nine times out of ten, that's actually the storyline, and it's later explained to me where everything is going. So, anyway, I thought the thing was great. We had a poll on Twitch.tv, and I believe it was 87% of people loved the dinner debonair. 13% of people did not. As always, from looking at the chat right here, the 13% that did not enjoy it are flabbergasted that 87% liked it, but hey... 
It's subjective. And I would say that in looking at my own feedback, I would say that probably 80% of the, 87% of the people that contacted me also loved it, but there were people that did not like it. And you were welcome to love it or hate it. I mean, obviously, the idea behind it was nobody expected it. And trust me, if going in, this is what you thought Dinner Debonair was going to be, you need to buy some lottery tickets. Because I can't imagine anybody thinking this was the way it was going. So Mike, I believe, is now here. Mike, what did you make of this Dinner Debonair? You know, in hindsight, we we probably should have known the way this thing was going, uh, especially being named Dipper, Dinner Debonair. Um First of all, from a creative point of view, uh, that was a Sammy Davis and Frank Sinatra number that they did, which means I bet you they had to probably go through some work with the Sinatra estate and things like that, that, you know, they probably spent some money. And Actually, the story I was told was that they thought they were going to have to do that, but then I don't know if they found like a... They found a way around it. Like, I didn't know how much, you know, anybody... I Again, the only thing I will say is... They I found know a they usable put, version. Yes, and they put real work into this right up until it was showtime. So I, I will say this from a... Forget about the on-screen point of view. They hustled a lot to get this thing. Now, what you thought of them imitating Stewie and Brian, imitating Frank and Sammy, uh, that's up to you, you know. And it was definitely Frank and Sammy. Absolutely it was. It was It was not Steve and Edie, uh, you know, RIP to Grandma. She liked Steve and Edie. But anyway, the, regardless of that, what matters is there's a lot of truths. There's a lot of truths to this. If you if you are have, keep saying to yourself, this isn't my pro wrestling, odds are it's not. So what I would suggest you probably do is if you want to vicariously live through one someone else and get angry about AEW, I guess you could do that. But why even bother at this point? There is so much out there. New Japan, what Ring of Honor is doing with the Pure Tournament, MLW, a zillion things out there, including your own tape libraries, where I don't know if consistently throwing salt in somebody else's soup when it comes to AEW does anybody any good. AEW fans... Regardless of what you personally thought of this, I would guarantee I was going to say nine out of ten people. The, from what you're saying and what the chat, I'm not saying that's everybody, but the nine out of ten people probably that are AEW fans really like this. Did it belong on a wrestling show? You can make the case that it didn't. The timing of it, why they decided to do it, I, there's a zillion things you can say about it. And all of them it, it is going to have some truth to it. But I think the bottom line is, is if this was anybody else, even on AEW, it probably wouldn't have worked as well. And I wouldn't suggest you do this too often. But as far as that sight gag, if they want to throw that stuff in there, regardless of how you think this sits in the history of pro wrestling, it doesn't really matter. They're there to entertain their fan base. Will it grow their fan base? I don't know. But did it satisfy probably 90% of the people that were watching? Yes, it did. So I, I can't, I don't have a strong opinion either way about it because the other opinions out there are so strong about it that I just kind of have to shrug a little bit. I, this is not going to ruin my day. Would I have done it on the show? No, I, I don't think I would have. I would have saved it for like the Christmas episode or something like that. But it doesn't matter what I think. This isn't my, my wrestling and it doesn't have to be my wrestling. And that's what I think a lot of people need to remember. It's not yours. And if you look at it as if this isn't mine, that's fine. It's somebody else's. Let them have it. I thought it was fantastic. I think that if you tried to do this with almost anybody else, 
I think it would have crashed and burned. Like, I think that during the invasion angle, because I'm watching it right now, if Vince and Steve Austin had done this, I think they would have pulled it off. Because every single solitary segment that I've seen these guys together in, whether they're adversaries or friends, they're just absolutely the greatest. Maybe a Kevin Owens and a Sami Zayn could have pulled it off because Sami is so wacky. But, I mean, if you look up and down the rosters of both shows, I mean, I can't think of very many people that could have pulled this off. And I I understand what you're saying about waiting for Christmas, but, like, there's a storyline here, and... He's going to be in the inner circle, I presume, sooner rather than later. And this was a wacky way to build up that storyline. More after the break, everybody. Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 
Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. The Twitch chat's going nuts. People talking about uh, the old argument, oh, well, if, if WWE did this, Brian would freak out. And someone else noting that I may have been the only person on the planet that actually liked Elias' concert. Apparently Mike didn't. I thought it was great. Now, why he's a heel? Why he does a concert and there's fans holding up their lighters in the Thunderdome, and then it ends and he goes, I still hate all of you. I'm <laughs> like, What? How's that going to help Adam, album sales on Monday? Which well, you couldn't remember the name of the damn thing. It's Tuesday, I think, but... Uh, it's midnight, usually. So there's, That's how those things get released. There's that. And by the way, as someone else noted, mm. Miz and Morrison did a music video, which was fantastic! <laughs> and I'm hardly the biggest fan of The Miz. But that music video was one of the best things WWE did all year. And then they like start playing it, and then it gets interrupted. I was so furious when they interrupted that video. Anyway... You know, it. Uh, I'll just say this. Generalissimo Takata and the fine people who put together Hustle Fighting Opera a few years before their time. A few years before their time. Pride and hustle never die. This person here says, why do people throw away the sports entertainment presentation that Tony Khan stated AW would be on multiple occasions. When I flipped over to TNT last night, that exact terminology is used to describe dynamite in the program information. Why are people like myself discredited for only wanting what the owner himself promised? I'm well, going to tell you why. Hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. I want you to text me back and I want you to tell me what you, what you want when you say sports-centered presentation are you telling me that you want the roh peer tournament on tnt all the time is that what you want i want to know i'm not bearing you i'm not saying you're wrong i just want to know what you think sports presentation means if it's 84 mid-south i don't know what to tell you because that's the line that most people get hung up on it's what cody said when they said it's going to be mid-south and it's like look at the roster that they acquired at first it was going to be one of the things he said they had i mean to, to try to and i'm not it's going to sound like i'm backhand dismissing what they've done from a pro wrestling booking point of view because a lot of that has been fantastic certainly has been done better far better than almost anything that raw or that smackdown has done so I mean, period. They have made changes on the fly, whether it be Brandy, whether it be the Dark Order is the greatest example of that. They've been able to, to give themselves dexterity. They're doing a lot of pro wrestling things that a lot of people want them to do. You just don't like the characters or you may not like the people that are involved. You are not going to get you are never getting pure pro wrestling. If that's what you want, I don't know what to tell you. There's going to be sports entertainment aspects in and sometimes it's going to work for you because it's going to be solid or light other times it's going to be a dance number 
I, I don't know, but it seems to be a lot of people that go, well, they, they'll complain about the fact that it was supposed to be throwback pro wrestling. Come on. Are you that, you know, ignorant? Yeah, but or, it actually is. People don't th- even remember what throwback pro wrestling even I, was. I, but, Brian, I know, but that's the thing is they get hung up on that one thing, and it's like it was never going to back to the McNeil Irish Boys Club. And let me tell you something. I love that stuff. That's true. That's why I have my network and my videotapes and, and MP4s and all that stuff but the bottom line is this is just a new updated version and if it's not your bag great look what ring of honor is doing and at the very least ref bumps aside because that sucks with the outside interference but new japan is still more up your alley and it's in english bro listen watch the roh pure tournament and when you watch it i want you to know that that is not what wrestling used to be What wrestling used to be is way closer to AEW last night than the ROH Pure Tournament. Do you realize your non-sports-centric AEW that you're upset about had four tournament matches last night and a number one contenders four-way, all to determine viable number one contenders for championships at a pay-per-view? That's sports-based professional wrestling they have rankings that sports-based professional wrestling yes they do some wacky things every now and then they had a dance number last night they have interviews they have other things but if you actually go back and i do and you watch professional wrestling from 20 years ago 30 years ago 35 years ago whether it's NWA or Saturday Night's Main Event or WWF Superstars or the Attitude Era or WCW and the Monday Night Wars or the Invasion Angle, whatever you consider pro wrestling to be, AEW is far closer to that than anything that you're seeing in WWE today. And back then, pro wrestling was a fake sport. That's what it was pushed as. Let me say this, too. If you preferred timothy thatcher's segment and say that's what i want out of my pro wrestling that's the entertainment i want something that's rooted in that that's okay that person's right and anybody from any AEW fan that lambasts somebody else for not understanding the brilliance and the greatness of that skit you know you're wrong too you know everybody has got their opinions on wrestling and you can like some aspects of something and and not others and it you know you don't have to plant your battle flag behind your team that bad is tony khan paying you do you have stock in wwe you know what what does it matter people are working themselves into such a frenzy and in a way it's good for us because there's all this conversation for days afterwards you know frankly leading into the weekend every time and now people on mondays are looking more forward to what's taking place on wednesday than what's taking place on Monday night. But there is both sides of this thing, too, where if there's somebody that just they can't get it or they just don't like it, that person's not wrong. Person, they're coming in now hard. The MGF Jericho segment was just as cringy as Retribution or Fiend segments on WWE. Well, you're welcome to have that opinion. I don't know how you compare that segment last night to Retribution Angles. But I guess T-Bar found the text message line again. Yeah, I don't think that's an even exchange there, no. With NXT changing the tag match at the last minute, at least it was storyline-driven and not just a change of plans. Well, yes, (laughs) 
Hopefully, they did some good things last night that are unfortunately with Pat McAfee coming back, and that was the amazing part too. I I watch it like you. I watch it, you know, after the East Coast is already done, then I'll check it out. And there was very little comments on NXT last night. And with Dave last night, by the way, I just want to bring this up because you mentioned where it went head to head. So I looked back at my DVR, and it seemed as if that segment went head to head with Kyle O'Reilly giving up uh, the uh, undisputed era's tag match, as well as Zia Lee against Casey and Raquel Gonzalez. I don't think it went into the Cameron Grimes promo afterwards where Dexter Loomis was stalking him, but uh, RIP probably uh, those segments for Kyle O'Reilly and Zia Lee. Rock and Mankind could probably pull it off as well, this person says. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. Those are two guys that could pull it And let me, Rock and Steve Austin, he keeps being brought up with that. And the only thing I will say is that, that was an incredible segment that they did leading into WrestleMania. But it was also leading into WrestleMania as well, too. And I know people will go, The Rock did a, a dance and song number every week. And to that, I will say, yes, he did. And if that's what they have found in MJF and Jericho and the people respond to it every week, who's wrong? Leor here says, Brian, tell that angry texter that Tony Khan said since day one, the Dynamite was going to be a variety show. Well, you know what last night was? Last night was definitely a variety show. 31 whether, flavors. Whether you liked it or you didn't, yeah. that they was a you, variety show. Brian, they gave you everything. And again, I, this it, I'm not lusting after AEW here, but a lot of it's 31 flavors. And when it comes to wrestling, as long as I'm getting my flavors, you know, and my dessert, I can live through a lot of other things. And they gave you Pentagon and Phoenix. And and forget about, you know, what happened during any individual matches. But you got one of everything last night. You got a dominant squash of a of a superstar with Kenny Omega. You've got, you know, Pentagon and Phoenix. You had a big man, little man match. You had a great tag team match that, unfortunately, Unfortunately, kind of went sideways at the end, but there was a lot good. Now, one thing I think was bad was the fact that I know that there's a lot of nuance that gets explained in BTE. But if that's the case, then maybe you should have brought that to the show last night because the Young Bucks have been pricks a lot. So to see them be fully sympathetic baby faces at the end of the show last night, I think maybe there was something maybe missed in that. But that's still maybe going to be playing out on our screens as we get into the uh, pay-per-view. Wrestling is a variety show, this person says. You've got bloody action, serious drama, soap opera romance, wacky comedy, sometimes all on the same night. If this was all Jericho and MGF ever did, or if every week somebody on the roster did something like this, it would get stale really fast. But as a one-off thing, it surprised me, it made me laugh, and in my opinion, it improved the overall quality of the show. This person here notes, in the last two months of NXT and AEW, Hardy got knocked out in the same month as having a bad head wound from a thrown chair. Karrion Cross separated his shoulder. Ridge power slammed Gargano on his head. Shotzi dropped herself on her head. Balor broke his jaw. Ridge destroyed his lower body. Phoenix executed a top rope move and fell on his head. And Alex Reynolds got knocked out. Are there more issues now than ever? I don't know if I can say there's more now than ever, but it has been a very, very bad two months. Bad luck. And we have not even talked about, well, I talked about him a little bit earlier, but we'll talk more about Alex Reynolds when we come back from the break, because that one's going to take a while. Dude. Oh, man. And Phoenix, Phoenix, Alex Reynolds, and uh, Jake Atlas last night. What a, that's the one thing. There are some moves that take place in NA. Oh, there's some moves that take place in all throughout wrestling right now that are questionable at best. And that one with the room that they had and everything else was stupid. <laughs> 
AW has conveyed the Eddie Kingston story with precision. His promos have been passionate and compelling. He tells such a great story whenever he speaks. Oh. You want to know what he's going to say next? That is what wrestling needs. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. The Kings. The two best promos in pro wrestling right now. Both cutting promos on each other. And as someone noted here, which is a very good point as we head to the break, look at all of the injuries that we have seen in the last two months with so few shows. There's like one show a week, and we've seen all of these injuries. I don't know what that means. Indication of how bad things have been? Is it an indication that maybe if people were working more regularly, they... I don't know. I don't know what that means, but that's a good point. We're going to do a break, everybody. Back in a moment with more... Wrestling Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402.
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, here we are. Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, Brian Alvarez here. So, two injuries. Hey, do, 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 do you ever bring up the fact that we re-air at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, through many of our Sports Byline Radio uh, affiliates, as well as the American Forces Radio Network? I did not mention that. But yeah, they... so if you go away and you miss any part of this show for any reason, you could always check it out there. Or, even better, join up to F4WOnline.com, where you get a complete commercial-free edition of the show immediately after it ends. All right, listen, everyone. We had two injuries last night on AW. First was Phoenix, okay? Phoenix goes for some spot off the top, and he lands on his head. And he is out of it. And... I don't know what happened. There's been no official diagnosis. Story last night was he'd suffered some sort of neck injury, and he was hurting. I don't know if there was a concussion on top of that or not. But everybody in the match knew it. Time stood still. They gave him a little time to get his bearings back. And then he got his bearings back, and he kept wrestling. Now, I don't know when. It's either tonight or tomorrow. But next week's AEW is scheduled to be a taped show. It's not live. So last night, the feeling was that Phoenix was going to have a week. But now it looks like he's going to have to have a match with Kenny Omega either tonight or tomorrow after what happened last night. Now, I don't know what happened, so I can't say how bad of an idea it is. It seems like it would be a bad idea. They could always replace him in the tournament. They could always do the one V-trigger spot since Kenny Omega won his first-round match after hitting two spots. I mean, that can play into that storyline that he's the best tournament wrestler in the world. I mean, there's a lot of ways that they can do it, but that was a bad one. And the Alex Reynolds injury, I mean, what happened was they're doing a match and long story short, he gets knocked out, and he's stiff as a board for like 45 seconds, and everybody else just keeps wrestling around him. Now, I am at a complete loss for all of the circumstances. Here's what happened. First off, Private Party did the combo, big splash, leg drop off the top, and I believe it was uh, Isaiah Cassidy did the leg drop, and he knocks the guy out on the leg drop. And it was during the part of the match where everybody's doing big moves and everybody is breaking up pins and everybody's doing another big move and breaking up and everything like that. So there's seven guys in the ring. Seven guys aside from Alex Reynolds. And nobody even knows that Alex Reynolds gets knocked out. Now, it seems unbelievable and I guess, quite frankly, it is unbelievable. But the way that the match was put together, the spot that he took, the combo, big splash, leg drop. I mean, that was designed to put him out of the match for a period of time. So everybody's got their choreographed series of spots, and they just keep moving. Alex Reynolds has been hit with this big move. The Bucks break up the pin, and then they go right back to the next spot. And I guess that everybody at that moment thought, Alex Reynolds is selling. He just took a big splash and a leg drop off the top rope that had to be broken up. And here he is selling because he's not supposed to be in the match here for a while. 
I watch this over and over again. Like, the referee doesn't even look at the guy. The referee's right up looking at the next two guys in the ring. It was absolutely mind-blowing. And it wasn't until Nick Jackson's making this big comeback, and he goes for, like, a bulldog, and I guess he figured out, dude, this guy isn't here. And that's when Doc Sampson noticed. And Doc Sampson gets the guy out of the ring, and he did not let him back in. But it was, I mean, how does a referee not see this? How does Isaiah Cassidy not check to see if the guy's okay after he leg drops him off the top row? How does the blade pull him to the corner mm. and not realize that he's legitimately knocked out and fake knocked out? Yeah. So, I mean, it was, I mean, I think that most people noticed it when it happened that we're watching, but there were some people that didn't. I mean, Dave did not know, which I don't know how, but he didn't see it happen. He was frozen. He was frozen up in the air. Nobody sells like that except for Terry Funk. And even he doesn't, you know, it was scary when he would do it at the end. But you can't. That was nuts. And there's an inexperience level with maybe Butcher and Private Party. But that's why you're supposed to have a referee and the doctor. And I, I don't know. Again, I'm I'm very surprised. I was very surprised to see that, that people thought he was selling or did not think it was a deal. Same thing with Phoenix. Uh, we, I mean, that, that twisting head scissors off the top where he landed on his neck, and then they struggle into that, and it was a, a cool-looking move, but that that rolling DDT thing that, that uh, Pentagon did to Phoenix, it's like, I don't know if timing-wise, right after him landing on his neck, that was the best way to go, but I don't know. But I, I'm not a doctor obviously uh and i'm not going to you know sit there and, and judge doc sampson here at all but like ooh, that one stuck out for a lot of different reasons and there's you know we've talked about it before with wwe and other places there's a breakdown in communication somewhere there and there's a breakdown in recognizing when somebody is actually really hurt and if they are just stop pin them uh, somebody posted on twitter today and they're exactly right if you gotta go to a pin the producer and the director, you that's their job to figure that out. If you're in that ring, you got to figure it out and just end it. All right, so from looking at the Twitch chat here, it appears the vast majority of people in our chat did not notice it. So what I'm doing is I'm having somebody make a poll, a poll here for our Twitch homies, and we're going to find out what percentage noticed that Alex Reynolds had been knocked out and what percentage did not. And, I mean, to be fair, like... I watch on the West Coast feed, so I'd heard about it before I watched it. So, like, I saw it immediately. But from looking at the Twitch poll here, a lot of people did not notice it when they watched the match. So hmm. we will get the update here as soon as uh, Chocodiles gets that poll made. Good job, Choco. Person here says, can you confirm or deny that Kenny Omega is a heel? Well... Dave and I had a big argument over this last night. Oh, my God. What is uh, wrong with him? Dave thinks that Kenny Omega was a babyface last night. I, I have he does. no idea how. He's always a babyface to Dave, for heaven's sake. I thought it was absolutely, positively, <laughs> I mean, without any question whatsoever, a heel performance last he, night. He was more heel coming out as last night as the cleaner than he was when he first came out in New Japan as the cleaner. My God. That smug look on his face, the way he was such an... in. in uh, a D-bag to Sonny Kiss at the end and being so fake with hyping him up. Oh, my God. And the way he laid him out. Come on, man. Come on. Superstar, yes. New Kenny Omega, however you want to call that, yes. Good guy? Come on. All right, so let's see what the poll's saying right here. 
All right, at this moment, 92% of people in our Twitch chat did not notice that Alex Reynolds was out in the ring. 8% did. Now, obviously, obviously, 85% of them were drinking. Well, I mean, I mean, one of the most important aspects of this poll is, I mean, the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter whether the television viewers noticed or not. I mean, how did nobody in the ring notice? That's the question. But, yes, 225 votes, 229 votes for no, 57 votes for yes. So it's now 80-20. Very interesting. There you go. I don't know how nobody noticed that. Big 8-2 to two ratio with AEW today. This person here says, Knowing it's Ray Phoenix, he will probably just recover. But if he doesn't make it to tomorrow's <laughs> tapings, they can just have Kenny Omega have a bye in the tournament instead of giving him a replacement opponent. That will only help progressing his heel character and give even more sympathy to Hangman Page, who would have to earn his way to the finals. Yes, you could absolutely do that. You could, do, you could do a lot of things. I mean, with Eddie Kingston, have I mean, you could have Pentagon say he doesn't want his brother to take. There's so many things that you could do, and hopefully it's just not go out there uh, injured or not fully up to par. I know I say this about Darby Allen and Phoenix all the time, and oh, they're God. not hold gonna... on, Hold on one sec. Hold that. Go ahead. Yes. All right, listen, Chocodiles, now I need another poll. Uh-oh. Was Omega a babyface or a heel? That's fair, yes. Because we do have a couple of people in the chat that are arguing that he was a babyface. Oh, stop it. Chocodiles, put that one up right now. Go ahead. I bet you you those people don't like Okada. Anyway, regardless of that, um, (laughs) I just think Phoenix and Darby Allen, you can't tell them, man, don't do that. Because in their mind, if they don't do that, then they're not being them. And what they, as just as a wrestling fan... If they dialed it back two notches, they would still be ten notches above everybody else in what they do. For longevity's sake, I know that they won't, but I wish they would actually take the, you know, throttle off a little bit just because, uh, you know, they do so many crazy things. Like, that match, as great as it was, you could have taken a couple things out of there. It still would have been awesome, but I know that they're nobody. They're definitely them, Hiromu. They're never going to do stuff like that. All right, so the final poll results, 76% did not notice the injury to Alex Reynolds. 24% did. New poll here, was Kenny Omega a babyface or a heel on the show last night? This person says, I loved everything that AEW showcased about Kenny, from Justin Roberts doing a total WWE-like career accomplishments gimmick, the ladies with brooms, his over-the-top entrance, the humiliating defeat of Sonny Kiss only to act like a gentleman afterwards, I do not know what Dave thought, but Kenny to me came off as such a smarmy prick. Thank you. Very subtle yet effective. Kind of a poor man's Jay White. Oh, get out of here. I mean, Jay, no, Jay White's obviously, without, I mean, he's obviously a heel. There is, if we needed a poll, is Jay White a babyface or a heel? Everybody would say a heel, except maybe you. But you're biased because you think he's the greatest in the world. Dare you. Eight star matches. Blows my mind, this person says. There are people who hated La Dinner Debonair. La Dinner Debonair. La Dinner, come on. Yes, come on. Like, sure it was. I didn't make that mistake. The texter clearly did. Sure it wasn't sports-centric, but people who complain about that aspect are just going to complain about AEW no matter what. Hey, was it sports-centric when Conor McGregor started throwing water bottles during a weigh-in or whatever that was, or a press conference? And I mean, come on. This stuff happens in sports. It's not. It's rare. But guess what? I never saw a dinner debonair before, so it's also rare. Hey, you know what's also rare? You ever have a Pittsburgh steak? 
but a Philly cheesesteak. But never a Pittsburgh steak. No, I don't eat char the outside. I like don't eat charred steak. No, it's like you blue in the me? middle, though. They just char the outside. The whole thing on the inside is is uh, blue, as uh, Chris Jericho said. Never, never had something like that. You afraid of the the? the anyway, you'll never believe it. But the last poll, seventy four percent did not notice that Alex Reynolds was knocked out. Twenty percent or twenty six percent noticed that he was. You're Currently, at this point, seventy four percent think he was a heel, and twenty six percent think that he was a babyface. I need to. I question some of our folks in the chat here. Well, you're all entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. They, uh, see, now you're one of those guys. You're one of the guys I'm talking about here. Let these people have opinions. Why are you always trying to stifle them? Tell them that they're wrong. Maybe you're wrong, Brian. Nope, I'm never wrong. This person says it's literally absurd how good Eddie Kingston is on the mic. For me, he's the realest dude in the game right now. His response to Moxley, Moxley last night was excellent. He told us the real meaning and showed us the harsh reality of life. Yeah, he's the greatest. Why are you yes, surprised? He's the been realist. the greatest forever. Yes. I, everybody that did not sign Eddie Kingston should feel bad. And let me shoehorn this in before we end up going to break. Britt Baker uh, coming. Britt Baker, Raquel Gonzalez in different ways. She's getting more comfortable in front of the camera, better presence. Britt Baker last night looked fantastic, coming together for her very, very nicely. MJF and Jericho having a spontaneous Broadway-style duet musical numbers, everything I needed in my life. This was on par with some of the stuff that we saw on Saturday night's main event in the late 80s. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. 
Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Chocodiles put a... Where'd my poll go? <laughs> hate it when that happens. Anyway, it was something like, does anybody... Are, are, are folks that like their steaks... Uh, more over than medium. over medium well monsters and it yes. was seventy four percent yes, twenty six percent no. Wasn't that the answer for every single one of those polls? I by think the it way, was. I, it, I may have gotten that wrong, but I mean the, the answer was clearly that they're monsters. I mean that they I are. know for sure. Yes, anything over medium rare, you're a monster for heaven's sakes. This person here says, "I have to believe Akarushita faces Britt Baker at full gear, and it is not a leap to say that Britt should go over." You may very well be right. Yeah. You may very well be right. The Kenny Omega and the dinner segment made me squeal. AW has my love and adoration like WCW did before Russo and NWO the sequel. Well, I hope you like AEW better than Vince Russo Nitros. That I can say. Better use of the uh, cheerleaders. Uh, by huh, the way, the look one at that this. with MJF, call me. This person says this kind of stuff happens in real sports. I remember when the 1985 Chicago Bears made music videos and other stuff, including this, participating in the WrestleMania II Battle Royal. The Super Bowl Shuffle. Remember when Greg Gagne was singing the Russell Rock Rumble? Yeah. This person wants to know if that was a Wagyu porterhouse. No. Yeah, no. You don't order a you don't order your Wagyu steak without saying you want Wagyu. Otherwise, they just give you the porterhouse. You got to specify, and not many places have that kind of cut, that kind of steak. Only the real high end. All right, we're out of time, everybody. What an exciting show today, and the excitement continues on my Twitter at Brian Alvarez in about five minutes. AEW and NXT ratings should be up here in a moment. Very exciting. I can't wait for the quarters to find out how Dinner Debonair did against that Zia Lee match. Could be the thrashing of the Monday Night Wars. We'll talk to you again next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>